Podcasts are pretty common. So what makes the Uncommon Podcast uncommon? Well, it's all in our name. I'm your host, Noah Weiss, and we at Uncommon Sports Group understand the unique pressures and temptations that come with a career in the sport industry. We provide uncommon training that helps you successfully navigate common challenges. Hit the follow button on this podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Check out our website and become uncommon. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Uncommon Podcast. I'm Noah Weiss, your host, and we are excited to be joined by Devin Crosby, who is the Director of Athletics at Lynn University in the beautiful Boca Raton, Florida. How are you today, Devin? No, I'm fantastic. Beautiful, sunny day, and I'm just happy to be here. And I'll tell you this, you guys are doing great work. The Uncommon Sports Group, it's important work, Noah. I appreciate it. I'm jealous of the uh, sunshine down there in Florida. In today's episode, Devin will be telling us how he has kept his priorities straight while balancing the fast-paced lifestyle that comes with a career in the sport industry. If you have not had a chance yet, go check out our last episode with the assistant coach of the Midwestern State men's basketball team, Greg Hawkins. You don't want to miss out on that as Greg shares with us some practical tips on how to start a Bible study in the workplace. Devin, I imagine your job is a significant priority to you but what are the things that you make sure to prioritize above your role as director of athletics? You know, it's interesting. You look at that word uh, priority, Noah. Uh, it really got me to thinking about the sports reference that we all talk about. It's the story of you know, David and Goliath. Um, and if you think about that in Samuel, 1 Samuel 17, is, you know, Goliath, he was a Philistine. and He was large. He was nine feet, I think, nine inches tall. I mean, it's a really tall uh, person, if you will. But then you look at David, you know, he was a boy, and he defeated Goliath. And we all know that story. Mm-hmm. But he defeated Goliath you know, because of his priority. Uh, it was his focus that drove David. And David's priority on God, because remember, he was defending God's honor. Mm-hmm. You know, the Philistine Goliath was shouting insults at the people of Jerusalem. And it was David's priority in God that enabled him to have no fear of that nine feet, nine inches tall Goliath and defeat him. So... Why is the story of David and Goliath important to our lives, Noah? This is what I think about when I think about the people in the Uncommon Sports Group and the people that might be listening to this podcast, and I'm not even talking to myself as well, is Goliath represents our hurdles, the things that stop us in our tracks. So what about the work-related challenges we have? We all need resources. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're with a pro sports franchise or a college franchise. Every team needs more. We're still in a real health crisis as we speak. Mm-hmm. That's a huge challenge on our personal and our professional lives. Mm-hmm. And in personnel, you know, people, they bring all kinds of complex issues to the table because we're not monolithic beings. We have a lot of uh, things going on in our lives, whether that be fear, anxiety, depression, past traumas, anything that's in opposition, Noah, to goodness, that's a Goliath. So I'm going to get back to your question. Your question was, what do we make as a priority? Well, I tell you that story because Jesus must be the priority. Mm-hmm. And this is not Devin presenting himself as like holier than thou or some super spiritual person. It's going back to David, having that continual focus on Jesus. That's the power that gets us through this very day. Mm-hmm. Every single day has challenges. Mm-hmm. So again, 
it might not be a nine foot nine inch warrior looking to kill us, but what about the cancer diagnosis, Noah? Mm -hmm. What about when our finances are not enough to meet our needs? What about mm -hmm. that person right now that's trying to overcome an addiction? Mm -hmm. No, what about the lonely spouse or the person that's in a marriage that's lonely mm -hmm. or troubled through the marriage mm -hmm. or the child that was born with a birth defect mm -hmm. or trying to get through that college program right now and not having friends that are like you and want to profess Jesus as their Savior? Mm -hmm. The pain in, of those situations and the tragic situations, that is what serves as the Goliath. So again, those are the ones that we can relate to. So I just really go back to your question is that Jesus and only Jesus can be our priority. No different than drinking water, or eating food every single day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you make great points, but just the many things that go on outside of the workplace and in the sport industry, it can be uh, such a focus that, you know, the work you do is I mean, so important, which it is. I mean, you can't, you know, not do your work. That's really important, but there's things right. outside of the workplace um, that can really be traumatic. Like you said, there's things that go on. There's families that deal with cancer. Um, but the reality yeah. is, is that if we make Christ a priority, um, those things will all fall into place and we can trust him with those tough things that we deal with. Um, so I appreciate that point. I think that's, that's awesome. And, you know, I'll just add this on to as well as I think a lot of people might ask, particularly young people, as I think about myself, you know, uh, as I was, you know, leaving college or starting off in this business, is people say, well, what does that look like when Jesus is a priority? It, it, to me, it's very simple. It's just mm -hmm. praying. You know, speak, we speak to our family every day. We speak to our colleagues. Mm -hmm. And you do those things because you have a relationship. And that's all prayer is. It's mm -hmm. a communication with God, just that simple. And then read the Bible. You know, yep. uh, whether that's your U version devotional or actual the hard copy Bible itself. But, mm -hmm. you know, that's how you develop a deeper understanding of God's love for you. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, God loves people. Mm -hmm. and we have to learn his character or we want to learn his character more and more. That's beautiful. And I think too, the idea of prayer, I think sometimes we, we, we believe that prayer needs to be on our knees, candle lit in the room. Yes. Uh, but it, <laughs> it really is a conversation with our creator and he wants that. Um, you know, one thing I do Amen. is one thing I do as a practice is when I drive, I, I talk to God and I've really found that as very, um, it's, it's healthy for me and it's good because it really just keeps my mind focused um, as I'm driving into work on just what the day is going to bring and how God will move through me that day. And um, I think it's just that's a good, huge thing. So and um, it, it is a conversation as well as being in the word because that's how God reveals himself to us um, is through the word. So I appreciate right. I think those that's two. Right. I think those two points are so key. So I appreciate you bringing those to our attention. Absolutely. Mm hmm. And Devin, I think setting boundaries between work and life is something that many young professionals trying to make their way in the industry really fail to do. So what are boundaries that you have set for yourself to ensure that you keep your priorities in order? Now, I think defining our, our priorities actually sets the boundaries, Noah. So uh, for myself, you know, as, as a married man, been in this business now for, for 20 years, my, my priorities are, like we talked about, first, it's Jesus. Uh, second is my marriage. Um, you know, because they say thou shalt love your neighbor. Well, your closest neighbor is going to be your, your spouse. Mm -hmm. So my marriage to my wife, Cindy Crosby, that's my second priority. My third priority is my kids. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it's Lynn University. Mm -hmm. um, and I never try to confuse those or I never want to confuse those in that order. Jesus, my wife, my kids, Lynn University. Mm -hmm. And again, many of us struggle with this order because I did. Mm -hmm. I'll share with you early on, though, when I first started off in this business, it was all about me. It was mm -hmm. all about Devin Crosby. Mm -hmm. um, I had set this goal that I wanted to be an AD 
when I was about probably like 25 or 26 years old, I was working at the University of Houston. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to become an AD. No, then I want to ascend to the the autonomous you no know, five conferences mm -hmm. or you know the high resource uh, institutions, mm -hmm. um, and then I want to make a boatload of money. And it's, what's interesting is this carried on for a long time into my 30s. Is that I wanted to become the best AD in the history of ADs. I actually had a goal for that. There's not even a, a, a category <laughs> to rank that type of thing. Mm -hmm. But yet, Noah, that was a goal I made. But here's what I'll share with you, Noah. I learned something in my second chapter or the second chapter of my life now that I'm in my 40s is I had an idol and I'm going to share with you what that idol I had in a moment but before I get into the idol let's give some context let's make this very contextual let's think about the idols in the bible for example so mm -hmm. you take those statues made of gold or bronze remember you know people mm -hmm. would honor and they would even bow down to these inanimate objects mm -hmm. like the idol of rain or maybe the idol of good harvest or good fortune but then Think about what the Ten Commandments, think about what God reveals to Noah through the Ten Commandments in Exodus 20. He goes, do not have other gods besides me. Mm -hmm. So I asked this question, why did God say that? Why did God say something in Exodus all those thousands of years ago, knowing that it would still serve a purpose in this conversation in 2021 and even beyond? Here's why. We were created to worship something, Noah. Mm -hmm. We all were created. I don't care if you believe in Jesus, if you um, uh, don't believe in Jesus, if you are atheist, if you're agnostic, if, if you are a Buddhist, we all were created to worship mm -hmm. and idolize something. Now, mm -hmm. Noah, some people, they idolize money. Mm -hmm. Some people idolize social media likes. Pride is another thing that people idolize. Their job title. I know I used to idolize my job title early on in my career. Noah, some people, they idolize themselves. Now I'll share with you what my idol was now that I look back in my early on in my life. My idol was success. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be the best AD ever. For some reason, I was on a path to prove to the world that I was this amazing AD. But here's what I'll go back to God is that he knew that no other idol would give us peace of mind despite the circumstances of life. So going back to your question, I apologize, Noah, because I'm on fire for this I topic. Love it. I is love that it. This I'll, I'll share this with you. Know, it's less about setting a boundary, and it's more about accepting the truth that Jesus must be our foundation in all things for our life. So I don't mm -hmm. care if that's work, your marriage, family, and how we treat people. Mm -hmm. It's a powerful way to approach our lives knowing that Jesus must be the foundation. Mm -hmm. And that's how I set my boundary. Wow. Yeah, I think you hit some amazing points there. I want to start with the idolatry piece, um, and especially mm -hmm. in, I think, yeah, I think your story is very similar to a lot of people's stories in the sport industry where you start off Amen. and you're on fire not to, to serve God, but to serve yourself and really just yeah, push right. push your way uh, to the top. And then the reality of you will worship something. Um, I think that is, yeah. I mean, that is so true. And you, we see that in the world around us of non-believers, um, agnostics, atheists, different people. We all will find something um, to worship, yeah. but the reality we is... to worship. Yes, amen. And the reality is, is only one thing um, will really fill us up if we worship that, and that is Jesus Christ. So, um, yeah, right. and I think the second point you made is making Jesus the foundation. Um, and if he's the foundation, then our boundaries sort of set themselves. I think that is key. Yeah. Um, because if, if you really, <clears throat> excuse me, if you really love um, your job more than Christ, then it'll be hard to really prioritize Christ. But if you really are, are right. loving and worshiping Jesus, then it should be, 
um, sort of a natural thing to say, hey, um, well, I'm not going to put my job before Christ because he's my Lord and Savior, um, and I'm not here to, to work in the sport industry. I'm here to serve him and his purposes. Um, and so that That's is, so uh, true. yeah, I think you made two amazing I, points there. No, I appreciate it. I, I always say if you put Jesus first, we have to remember that he's in control. He's mm-hmm. sovereign. He's sovereign over the world. He's sovereign of, of all humanity. So mm-hmm. if you put him first, he'll take care of the sports world. He'll take care of the job title. He'll take care of the things that are to your heart, as long as those things are tied to serving for his glory mm-hmm. and helping other people. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. It really is. I mean, I think one thing we try to preach in, in our training is that you don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be in Amen, uh, on, right. on mission overseas to be the hands and feet of Jesus. You can be that wherever, wherever you right, are. That's right here. And yeah, and it's like, yeah. you know, yeah. you're at Lynn mm-hmm. University. You have a tremendous opportunity to impact so many people um, for Christ. So I think it's wherever you are, you're on mission, you're in ministry. I think that's something we try to communicate to our students. So I love that point as well. Yeah, so true. Mm-hmm. And Devin, what are some things you do on a daily basis to prioritize Christ? And how have these daily practices helped you grow both professionally and spiritually? So you think about those daily things. And, and I always say when you think about daily, it's repetition. It's that over and over constant thing that, that, that you're doing. And my mind goes to the strength coach. And, and the reason why I think about the strength coach, Noah, is, look, we're all in sports that are listening to this podcast. Or I would assume that someone has some connection. Uh, to sports, or maybe chances are there's a lot of us that are listening or that were maybe former student-athletes or current student-athletes. Mm-hmm. Think about what the strength coach does. They monitor our heart for maximum performance, whether that's putting on the, the, the monitor heart, you know, right up underneath the navel, um, or the different ways they monitor the heart when you're in a weight room. Mm-hmm. And here's what I thought about, Noah, is what the strength coach knows is that your heart is the foundation for your ability to perform. Well, the same is true for our inner soul, our heart. So to answer that question, Noah, is I monitor my heart on a daily basis because I've come to find out is that whatever is at the throne of our heart, mm-hmm. whatever is our focus, remember going back to that story we talked about David and Goliath, mm-hmm. that is what directs us. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm going to repeat, whatever is at the throne of our heart controls or directs us. Mm-hmm. And we know this, life is tough. Yeah. There's tragedy. There's troubles in this world. And being a Christian, that does not make us immune from mm-hmm. life circumstances of trouble. Mm-hmm. So I think about what Jesus says in John 14. I think uh, – I'm not a Bible scholar, but uh, John 14 <laughs> and the 27th verse. He goes, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And mm-hmm. the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. Mm-hmm. So do not – be troubled or afraid. Mm-hmm. Let's sit in that one for a little bit. What did what did Jesus know thousands of years ago? He knew that he was leaving with a gift. We don't have to earn that gift. We don't have to go get that gift. He left us with a gift, mm-hmm. and that's with peace of mind and heart. So why do I monitor my heart on a daily basis? It's because the challenges of life will expose our heart. Mm-hmm. When the pressure of life comes and your heart's priority is anything, anything other than God, Again, that's going back to what we talked about, Noah, success, money, uh, social media likes, uh, anger, bitterness, fear, uh, self-preservation, mm-hmm. pride. They won't sustain you through the pressure mm-hmm. because God knew that when God is at the throne of your heart, he is the daily focus. Mm-hmm. That becomes a daily focus. So your actions will be rooted in the fruit of the Spirit when Jesus is that daily focus, that daily priority. 
because that takes us to Galatians 5.22. Let's think about these nine words, Noah, mm-hmm. the fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. Love, joy, self-control, kindness, peace, patience, goodness, gentleness, and gratefulness. Think about those nine words. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Just Christians. Let's just say, let's not even think about the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. But if Christians would just be able to fit in those nine words and take on a fruit of the Holy Spirit, that would change the way the world works. It would change the workplace, the business place, the Mm -hmm. marketplace. Marriages would be changed and restored. Our neighborhoods would become better. Social media comments wouldn't be so negative. Mm -hmm. Racial justice would be much different. Mm -hmm. Politics would be much different. So again, our focus on Jesus will impact all people, mm-hmm. but it also will give you influence. Wow. Yeah, I mean, so much wisdom there. And I think just the idea of guarding our hearts. I mean, there, I forget the scripture, mm. but it says, above all else, guard your heart. That's right. Um, and, and, guard your heart. Yeah, and Jesus says in, in the Gospels that it's not what a man puts inside him that defiles him, but what comes out. Um, and really just our hearts speak so much about what we truly are worshiping and what we truly are surrounding ourselves with. And then the point about the fruits of the spirit, um, those are, I mean, just essential things that, like you said, could change so much about not only our own lives, but the world around us. And for you, right. And in particular for our students, the, the places they're planted in the sport industry, um, having those fruits of the spirit coming out of them. I mean, it could be a massive change to the cultures of many organizations um, and I think that is so key as well as you found an organization on those um, key those key things and those fruits of the spirit. I mean, it'll be an amazing organization that so many people can thrive in. So there really yeah, is a, an impact. Absolutely. There really is an impact that goes beyond ourselves. So I think those are great points, Devin. I appreciate your insight. Um, that's really awesome. That's really yeah. good stuff right there. Yeah, absolutely. And I you know Devin, as you know, I mean, there's some days in the sport industry where it's really near impossible to find a time to prioritize (laughs) the important things in life and and especially Christ that are outside of the workplace. So how do you still kind of find a way when you're up against a busy day in the sport industry to kind of prioritize those things you've been talking about? You know, no, I think it's it's important to not, you know, uh, uh, beat yourself up or, you know, beat ourselves up. I, I think we don't want to even overthink it because I think being a Christian is it's being a believer. It's not about the works and good deeds. And, and, and I believe that many people feel, you know, you must meet a certain set of rules and regulations to be a good Christian. Because, again, I do believe it's become conflated over the years about just simply being a follower of Christ. And I do believe that this is why so many people know are questioning their faith mm-hmm. or some people even leave in the church because they think it's about good works. And they get to a point where they're saying, well, geez, I can't do this. Or I heard this podcast where this guy Noah and Devin were talking about it. I can't meet all these things, or mm-hmm. I don't know the Bible scriptures that well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the problem. But here's what I believe that we need to always be mindful of, is that God's goal for us is to live an abundant life. At the end of the day, God wants us to live an abundant life. So don't beat yourself up. Don't overthink it. Just try to put Jesus as your focus. Is that going to happen every day? No. Mm-hmm. Is that happening to Devin every day? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. It's my goal. I want to have God as a focus, and I'm trying every single day to do better and better to keep mm-hmm. my focus. Not out of good works. I'm doing it so I can live an abundant life. Because simply stated, Noah, 
your general posture should be directed to know the character of Jesus more and more each day. Mm -hmm. This is the beginning of living that abundant life with a peace of mind. So again, it's not about works. It's about focusing on Jesus, just like you talk about when you drive in that car. Mm -hmm. You drive in that car praying to God because that gives you a more peaceful life. It's not about the good works. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that is, I mean, such a key point. And kind of like you said, like, it sounds like in this podcast, right, that we're talking about this, and you know, Noah and Devin are just so just in the spirit every day, and there's there's not a hiccup. They're, they're just rolling. And that is just not the truth. <laughs> and, right. I, and I love how you brought that point up That's because so we are all broken, sinful human beings, and there will be days. And I, right. I have days, you have days, where it just doesn't happen, where my quiet time just doesn't find its way into my 12 hours right. of, of waking time. Um, and, yeah, like that. that's kind of sad when that happens, but – um, God has grace with us. We're not perfect. We can't do anything to gain our salvation. And I don't want to go on a rant here, but I always think about the story of the criminal on the cross who simply trusted mm. Jesus, put his faith in Jesus. And Jesus said, you'll see me in paradise. And I think that is a reminder to me, like, it's nothing I can do. It's not because I'm in the word. It's not because I'm serving at church. It's not That's because right. I, I don't cuss or anything. I mean, those things are important and those That's things right. have value. And Christ wants us to be sanctified during our time here on earth. But the reality is, is our saving and his love for us is not gained through any good works that you can do or I can do, um, but simply That's through right. the faith and trust in Christ. So I think that is an amazing point. I really appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And Devin, lastly, you know, I think a lot of our students sometimes hear these conversations and really just don't know the next step. So what advice would you give a young professional in the sport industry who is trying to find the balance between being successful in their workplace, but also trying to have that uh, good priority balance in their life. So I, I give this, 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 this thought I'll, I'll share. I, I give this thought to the young believer. I, I give this to the person that's 70 years old and been married for 50 years. I, I give this for the person who is 35 and questioning, uh, is there a God? This is what, what, what I'll give is that being a believer, a Christian, it, it oftentimes can be conflated with, again, what we talked about, those good works mm -hmm. or like developing a skill set. You think about like growing your leadership influence or some people want to lose weight. Some people want to gain weight. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe having the best lawn in your neighborhood is important to some people. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Self-improvement. That's what Christianity is not about that. So here's my advice. This is the big idea, Noah, is that having a relationship with Jesus Christ is not about doing. It's about accepting God's invitation to love you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, and kind of going off what we said in the, in the, in the previous question, just that is so key too, is it's not doing, yeah, it, it's, it's understanding that the, go right. the gospel is simple. Um, and I, I've even, you know, noticed in my life, the, when I've noticed Jesus's love for me and what he's done for me, that he did do it all himself. It's almost, it has, not almost, it has made me want to be more like him and want to love him and want to obey yes. and want to obey him, not out of duty, but out of just sheer like, oh my gosh, Lord, like I love you and I want to make yes. sure that I'm, I'm in obedience. And that's obviously the Holy Spirit doing that work. But you make you make a great point there. And um, I think the, the more simple that the gospel is, which it is really simple, uh, the more simple yeah. it is in our minds, um, we'll have the ability to go and have those fruits of the Spirit and go and obey because we'll be doing it out of excitement and joy and love and yeah. peace and, and, and what Christ gives in that simple gospel. Um, so I really appreciate that point. And that yeah. is, that is essential 
um, and, and something that is lacking in the in the modern day church. Um, as we've like you said earlier, added yeah. added a lot to um, kind of the simple gospel. So appreciate that point. Yeah, you, you, it, it's it's so true, Noah. You, like you said, you know, it, it, the, the gospel is simple. That Jesus loves us. It's almost like remember back in the day when we would go to Sunday school, we'd sing that song. Yes, Jesus loves me because the Bible told me so. <laughs> that might be the best sermon we've all heard mm-hmm. as we become adults. Yeah, because it gets complex and people overthink and those types of things. But in the, the day, God literally just wants us to accept His invitation for Him to love us. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very simple. Now, what I'll tell you, it's countercultural. Yeah. And I think that's the problem because our culture has become a very selfish culture. It's all about me. It's all about works. It's all about this or getting that and, and doing this or having these likes or looking like this on Instagram, whatever it may be. And that's so countercultural to what God is looking for. Mm-hmm. God just wants us to, to know that he loves us and he's sovereign. He's in control of this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, your point about being countercultural, and it is, and I would even say it's more so counter sport industry because the mindset mm. of the sport industry is hey, you do more, you're doing more internships, you're getting more involved, you're putting in extra hours, you're getting in early, then you're going to be just at the top. You're going to be moving up, moving up, moving up, making more money, being in the Power Five, whatever it is. And it's like, oh, wait, with my faith, like, is that the same thing? Is it more works and God loves me more? Like, no, it's. It's counter sport industry and it's countercultural. It's not about you. You yeah. can't ever. I mean, I forget the Isaiah verse, Isaiah sixty six, maybe, where it says all of our filthy deeds are rags, or all of our deeds are filthy rags, um, and so we mm, we can't do yeah. any, we can't do anything to um, get our salvation or, or gain God's love and attention because it, it's all Him. Everything um, that we have, the ability to pray from um, anywhere in the world, the ability to um, have the Bible, to have the revealed scriptures, all these different things are because of what Christ did. It's nothing we have done, especially our salvation. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, right. that's an amazing point. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Devin, thank you so much for joining us today. It was such an honor to hear how you have learned to navigate the fast-paced lifestyle of the sport industry, and I'm excited to see how your words will impact the next generation of sport professionals. Well, Noah, thank you. I had a blast. If you want to get involved with Uncommon Sports Group and the mission that we are on to help you navigate the sport industry as followers of Christ, apply for our training experience on our website at UncommonSG.org. That's UncommonSG.org. Be sure to catch every new episode of the Uncommon Podcast on the second and last Thursday of every month. Until next time, we pray that you will strive to be uncommon by glorifying the name of God in whatever you may do. See you soon.